Hello and welcome to the Tremendously Awkward Podcast. I'm Dan Barry. Hey, Dan. Uh, I was going to start this about 12 seconds earlier, but you started coughing violently into the camera. So mm-hmm. I felt that it probably wasn't for the best. That's fine. You, uh, That's- you're outside smoking your cigar, living it up. It's a beautiful night tonight. It is. Just pretending the world's not burning around you. <laughs> well, it's quiet here right now. Um, it's um, it's, it's good. It's good. It is drinking a Lacroix seltzer. What's that? Very bougie. Yeah, well, Lacroix seltzer. I think Ooh. is like a, a bougie type of seltzer. Um, this is a lemon chillo flavored and it's absolutely delicious <laughs> nice man nice yeah uh did you just come into money or something because uh Lacroix, that's that's almost a dollar more than whatever other polar well, this 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 was on sale at a at a grocery store near work and i saw it because i i've seen it I've, I've i've purchased it a few times you know if i make an extra hundred bucks that week but Ooh. this um, you know, it was on sale for the same price as uh eight pack of um Schweppes. So I was like, okay, I'll buy this twelve pack of Lacroix. Wow, man! I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed at all. It's uh, it's it, it tastes like soda. I'm not even kidding. It tastes like a soda. I'm not like looking into it because I'm struggling with my salsa choices, Daddy. I just I don't I don't like them. I'm drinking a lot of those naked juices. That's all I do. See, you got to go find, like, your grocery store brand. Because a lot of times, those are good. I also, I buy Target brand seltzer. And they're delicious as well. All right, all right. And you can't go wrong with strawberry mango. This is right here. I'm, I'm seltzer. I drink a lot of seltzer. This was 66 cents last week. Good and gather. Wow liter of seltzer god damn god damn uh-huh so the world's on fire how about yours yeah pretty much i mean i was i was i didn't think well this is what is this what is today wednesday yeah it's a day after election day. It's not even. It's not even a week later, like it feels like. <laughs> oh, I know. It feel. It does feel like a week later. Um, I mean, where we're at right now, it seems like it's headed in a decent direction. But you really, honestly, it, 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 I I can't tell. I can't tell. I actually, I was. I I assume that this, you know, would have been done by late last night. And I was contemplating not going into work today, depending on the outcome, um, because I don't know if you've noticed, um, but the entire city of New York is boarded up. Um, yeah, it's I've seen. So it's uh, and like I told you the other day, when I was down yesterday, I was down in Grand Central yesterday. I had never seen more, um, I guess, Trump supporters waiting to vote in my life than I did yesterday in Manhattan, which is like, um, I can't Unheard think of the word. Unheard, Unheard of, of. probably. The... <laughs> That's it. That's what I was thinking of when I draw black. We here, I went, I voted early, which probably, um, was a mistake. I probably should have waited to like after people started going to work or working and then just gone and voted, but I also work, so that'd be a little hard. Um, but there was a decent line full of people who definitely didn't like the fact that they were voting at Amityville High School. It was... I don't, I don't, I don't know if you saw. Um, sorry to cut you off, but... Um, so I was watching last night, and at 9 o'clock, on the dot, New York just turned blue. And yeah. there was nothing. So I was like, oh, okay, weird, but okay, I'll take yeah. it. Um, 
So I was curious today because I still all night and all morning, I didn't hear anything about the New York results. So I looked online and looked at a map of, you know, red and blue counties. The whole state was red, except for the five boroughs. Long Island is all red. Oh, I know. Then I'm like, this is strange. How, How does this happen? Then I looked at the population. There's about 19 million people that live in New York, and about 12 million of them live in the five boroughs. Yep. So yep. that's 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 where it came in there. Which I I, I I know that the same exact thing happened the last year. I didn't know. It, that. We are, are we are a blue state based solely on the five boroughs. Um, mm-hmm. Some, including myself, would say thankfully, uh, but. It really, uh, by me, there was a Trump rally literally every single day. Wow. Um, <laughs> and I'm not, I, that, that might sound like hyperbole. It's not. There, we, have, uh, we have a major road around here called Sunrise Highway. Sunrise Highway has train stations along it all throughout Nassau County. And there were like, Trump parades on like each of them at any given day. Mm. So by me, they would meet by the pizza place and they would have like a car show. So it'd be like all like 67 Camaros and shit. And they all be like huddled around it with no masks and their Trump flags. And that was pretty much it every day over here. Um, But yeah, like th- it's kind of it was kind of crazy. Like um I I've tweeted about my day, my morning voting. Um that was a shit show. Uh Yeah. There was just It was just it the my favorite part about voting in the morning was just like people who would vote would have to walk past the entire line on the way back to their car and they silently judged every single person on that line based on who they think they were going to vote for. That was it. (laughs) Like one old woman saw a black lady in front of me and just like rolled her eyes and kept going. I was like, wow, that's, (laughs) this is, this is just, I, I, yeah. Um, Also, I live in an incredibly racist area. So there is that, that is a, that is a thing. Um, Not going to pretend that's not real. But uh, it was it was uh, disappointing to say the least. <laughs> um, what was there was I had a a person cut <laughs> some somebody cut the line ahead of us and so the person behind me got real mad. So I like mm-hmm. turned around and was like, huh, line privilege, right? And they were <laughs> so not happy with me. <laughs> that, it was such a dad joke that went nowhere but i loved it i was super happy to do it that is absolutely wonderful i had a good time though it was uh i i still am amazed so like for those of you who don't know the american voting system what happens is for us is we go in we online we go to the ballot they go over and they say okay just go sign in over there go check in over there you go to like a, a area, you check in. They then tell you what district you are required to vote for. So we have all unique districts in in the the, the elections that not only apply to um, like judges and um, school board stuff and whatever, but there's also like random propositions in there um, that you have to sign off on or say yes or no to vote against or for. Uh, so so you go to the check in. And then they send you to another booth where you register, where you, you get your ballot sheet, I should say. You then go over to the, the voting booth. You enter in your vote. And then you have to go over to the ballot box that represents the district that you are in and then enter the ballot. So it's not all that con- confusing because it's a number. So it's like, okay, uh-huh. you go to number 26. And somebody walks over to 26. And then it goes, okay, now put it in ballot box 26. And you go to 26. But the people who literally just wandered around 
one of the booths, there were two booths. One was 17, and then one was 117. Uh-huh. And good lord, they could not cope with the fact that there was more than 117. And yeah. I could, I just, it was my favorite thing in the entire world. Just watching people go like, well, who thought this was a good idea? It's like people long before these guys, like these districts didn't get made today. This is. This is gerrymandering is what it is. You don't care, Bill. I think Bill left. Nope, Bill's uh, phone froze, which is pretty standard at this point in our um, wonderful podcast is Bill's phone shits the bed in the middle of the podcast. So rather than using a laptop like we've been trying to get him to do, he just keeps on his phone. And that's where we're at. So, anywho, so voting is a fucking nightmare. Uh, there are people who didn't know that you couldn't vote for other people. That was a that was a thing. You had people who uh, would show like so they would fill out their ballot and then they walk over to like the pollster, the the person who works the ballots and goes, um, "Does this look right?" And you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to show your ballot to people. And we're back. Okay, uh, here we go. Bill, Bill, for the last time, has uh, not used a computer, <laughs> and as a result, we have been unable to maintain a connection that is perfect. Uh, Bill's, Bill's iPad died. Bill, uh, what just happened? How many people did you call? Um, I guess like six Dan Barrys, and I didn't realize I was calling six different Dan Barrys. I hope one of them was my uncle, and he's really mad at you. I hope so, too. I really do. I really do. Anyway, I tried to explain the voting process to uh, people. Uh, It doesn't matter. I was waiting for you to come back on. You didn't come back on. No one actually cares about the American voting process. They only care about the results. And here are the results. Guys, we have uh, the actual results. Uh, We are the first to break this news. So bear with us. Um, It's a dead tie. It is 269 electoral votes each, uh, which brings us to a tiebreaker. And a lot of people don't know this. Bill is the tiebreaker. Bill is the deciding vote uh, as to who wins the actual presidential election. It was uh, agreed upon centuries ago when Bill first became a vampire. And Mm -hmm. now Paul West himself has to vote. He is the deciding vote in the Electoral College Bill, what what is your your barometer? Like, what are your parameters? I should say. What are your parameters as per who is going to what what, what qualifications does a candidate need for, to get your vote right now? Well, they don't really need to have any qualifications to tell you the truth. Um, all I need is a quarter because that's how this was decided, as you said, yep. centuries ago. Yeah, it's actually written that the deciding factor is in literally in my left hand right now. It's mm-hmm. a quarter. Nice. I will flip this quarter, and if it lands on heads, Donald Trump becomes president of the United States. If it lands on tails, um, Joe Budden. Joe Budden, the rapper. Yes. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, no, that's that's a, a lot of people don't realize that that that's actually how you you book you got Grover Cleveland his second term was a coin flip. Yep. And uh, I also know. helped William Taft out of his bathtub. Did you know that? Yeah, but that took a lot. That was a lot of butter and determination. Oh yeah. And by the way, it was Howard Taft. William Howard Taft. Whatever. Billy, oh Bill Taft, you fu- wait. Wait, are you William Howard Taft? I plead the fifth. Oh, there it is, guys. There it fucking is. Plead the fifth. Who was it? Was it Zachary Tyler? What's the guy Tyler that died like fucking weeks after being elected? There's a whole bunch of. Did you know the first Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah, well, he died after Home Improvement. Yes. So, Bill, this brings me to my next point, which I've done a lot of research on, and that's why I'm prepared for this episode. 
who was the first president of the United States? Abraham Lincoln. No. Yes. As the first vampire hunting president of the United States. Yeah, well, I I was obviously not from the United States. Um, decided to migrate there and uh here, you mean. Well, yeah, here, now here. And um yeah, that son of a bitch uh hunted vampires and then became president. So that's uh, how I assume he became the first president of the United States. No. So, the first president of the United States is not George Washington, as many people, aside from Bill, would believe. The first president of the United States was a man by the name of John Hansen. Chris Hansen's long-lost... John (laughs) Hansen, he was the first president of the United States in Congress assembled. Uh, So... John Hansen's the actual first president of the United States, but they don't. They don't look. It's not. It's not actually true, but just thought that'd be a nice fun fact that nobody really cared about. It's exciting. Yeah, man. I talk only about exciting things. Oh, I know. I know. So my dog hit a dead bird today. Nice. Hit a dead bird. Eight. Oh, ate a dead bird. I think he said hit. <laughs> yeah, no, he just attacked it. No, just, he, uh, I was wa- going for a walk, and uh, homeboy just bent over and ate up a crunched up dead bird. So we're on dead bird watch with the dog right now as he, Good as for he him. undoubtedly gets some sort of a disease from this. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those, like, you hear the crunch, and you're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> we're in for a long night. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to be okay right now. Yeah, right. Seems It'll to be, be okay. okay. I've been trying to book guests, Bill, for our podcast. <laughs> the problem is, is I always, they always ask when we record. Mm-hmm. And my response is always, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a guest lined up that I was going to be like, oh, this is going to be the night. <coughs> We're going to have a fucking guest. Um, and then that guest is asleep because they're in a fundamentally different time zone than we are. Well, Any guess, that... Bill? What? Any guess who the guest was supposed to be? Queen Elizabeth. That's right. You fucking nailed it. Queen E. <laughs> Dude, I can't stop burping. She was going to talk about her favorite barbiturates, which I thought was going to be interesting because I been great. I would have loved that. Didn't didn't even know she did them, but here we are. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh, John Curse, former owner of MWC, big fan of the show. Always asked me when the fuck is Bill going to be back on. To which I say, I don't know. Bill's real lazy. <laughs> I'm here now. Yeah, man, you made it. You fu- you fucking came through. We're really excited about it. Mm-hmm. We're really excited about it. Yeah, no, yesterday Juba came over and was real stressed out. He's real upset. Well, he's... How old is he again? Like, for uh, real? 64. 64. Yeah. He's nothing to be stressed about. He'll be all right. He'll live. He won't even see the end of this. No. No. Oh, that's what I forgot. Um, This is being yesterday. You told you were voting story. Mm-hmm. I'll tell mine. Here we go. So I woke up early before work and drove to my location and um, the line was way too long. So I figured I get off of work at about 530. I'll go back on the way uh, on the way back home. So on my way back home, pick up my girlfriend and we go over to the polling location and Again, there's a very long line. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. We'll just wait in line. So we're there for like an hour. Halfway through, I'm standing in line, and I start to not really feel too good. Uh-oh. So I kind of just stepped out of line for a sec and, you know, let out some air with what, what I thought. And I wound up shitting myself a little bit. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, and we were still quite a ways before we got inside. So the proud American I am, instead of leaving. Wait, you, know, the, you said the proud boy that you are? What? No, no. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I'm, I'm, I'm an American, Dan. Oh, oh, I thought you said proud like, boy. United States of America. Okay, good. Just checking. Um, yes. I decided to stick it out and not go clean myself up because I had to cast my vote. And cast my vote I did with shit in my pants. Like covered my butt cheeks. Pro. Yeah. The worst part about that, Bill, you are not the only person to shit their pants and vote yesterday. Probably <laughs> about 8% of the population did as well. So you yeah. are in good, you're in good company. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> did 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 your did your girlfriend know that you had shit your pants? No. Um, I told her that there might have been an accident, but I I didn't want to get into detail while we were standing online. Um, uh, <laughs> grown to expect that from you now. I told her. Luckily, we only live like a hundred feet away from where the location was so got home pretty quick and cleaned myself up and then fell asleep did you did you smell it like okay so if you've ever shit your pants you're about the smell and mm-hmm. you're concerned about the 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 infected area of stink did you smell your own shit i didn't because it wasn't one of those messy ones it was one of those like slick, oily, greasy ones that yeah. isn't really a real shit, but still something coming out of your butt. Yeah, it's still unexplainable, and you don't know how it happened. Yeah, pretty much. Some people say it's because of bad diet, but they can suck a dick. <laughs> exactly. It is. No, I, I haven't. I didn't shit myself in the polls. I I wish I did though. I feel like we could have bonded over that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like me and you, like holding hands, just shitting ourselves as we go and vote. Oh, that would have been great. That would have been amazing. <laughs> real nice. Just real nice. Lock eyes with one person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Man. Next year. Oh. I've seen an, inor- an inordinate amount of people. Wearing cowboy hats around here recently. Mm-hmm. And it's upsetting me at this point. I'm just going to say it. Like, first off, Bill, if you ever wore a cowboy hat, I wouldn't be surprised. I want to say that for the record on camera right now. Like, I've ever worn a cowboy hat in my entire life. Right, but 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 if you had dyed your hair blonde and swung a bull rope, I, I wouldn't be, I'd be believing you wear a cowboy hat. Fair enough. Understandable. <laughs> It. I talked about one person on my on Twitter the other day about uh, them wearing it and then basically say yelling Trump 2020 from their car, which is still my favorite. Like, it's like oh, you showed us. <laughs> like, well, what do you what do you think? I'm not catching pneumonia for this. <laughs> it's like, it's all right, buddy. But he, if I I'd be lying if I didn't say that there are. There were probably a dozen or so people wearing cowboy hats, mm-hmm. which blows me away for the sheer reason that I would I would venture to say exactly zero percent of them have ever even been on a horse in their life. One hundred percent. When I was in Texas and I was I was working on a television show, I was working on a documentary actually in the um, in the deep parts of weird texas they used to call guys who wore cowboy hats who had never been around horses uh drugstore cowboys and i thought that's such a great line to describe somebody like oh he obviously bought his hat at cvs like Uh (laughs) that's the way they look at it (laughs) and when you walk around you see like men who have obviously never had dirty jeans in their life wearing cowboy hats it makes it just makes you really appreciate that sort of like culture of like man fuck that guy he's a drugstore cowboy like that's (laughs) the best thing 
It's such a weird terminology. Is there a comparable in like a horror movie or the death metal scene? Is there a comparable like terminology? Um, like wrestling, it's like jobber or something, like, but not really. It's like a. I guess just the universal poser. Yeah, that's a pretty straightforward one. Yeah. Um, like. I remember. Went to go see Metallica a few years ago, and the amount of Target Metallica shirts I saw at that concert really upset me. And um, that's how you can and you can tell that the exact shirt is from Target because it just it just says Metallica and that's it. One, I think it's universally known too that you don't wear the shirt of the band that you were going to see. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, so you got those, and then like the horror stuff, like, um. I come across people at conventions that really only have seen like the core horror movies, like the Halloween's Friday, the 13th um, nightmare on Elm street. And that's, 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 that's it. Yeah. And then they, they run around claiming that they're these big horror fans and it just, it, it irritates me. It yep. irritates me. I can understand. Yeah. I can understand. Cause it's like, it seems like, I don't know. Like, I'm all about, I don't like the idea of, okay, so I like wrestling, but I personally don't like a lot of, like, classic or classic WWE stuff. Like, I just don't like it. I've Mm -hmm. always been, like, a technical, I like technical wrestling, and that's how I like my wrestling. But I'm not going to, like, shy someone away if they say they like wrestling and... They want to learn more about wrestling, or if they're like, you know, what I mean, like, you, like WWE's their intro, but then like you, you go, okay, you think that's great? Come watch this shit, and you pull them towards like other stuff, and they oh. like it. But I think there's a fundamental difference between that and like a horror fan who is basically saying like, yeah, I fucking, I'm all about horror. Like, I'm into, I love horror movies. What's your favorite horror movie? Ooh, Friday the Thirteenth Two, or <laughs> Halloween <Exactly>. Three. <laughs> exactly. And there's this store that I go to in Bridgeport, Connecticut, called the Archive, and I I sell some stuff there from time to time. The first time I went there, I called them up first, and I was like, hey, you know, I got some like shirts and some movies and stuff that I'm gonna that I want to sell, and they're like, yeah, that's fine. Just make sure you don't have any like the you know, Halloween, like just basic t-shirts and basic DVDs and stuff. Cause we're not going to take any of that stuff. And I was like, don't you worry. I don't have any of that shit. <laughs> you know, like what you like, that's fine, but don't go out gloating that you're some fucking fanatic when you don't know shit about shit. You know, like if you don't know, you don't know about like horror subgenres and everything. You know, like deep, taking deep dives, and you you don't consider yourself a horror fan. You know, it's funny because it's like, you know, like hearing you, like you could wax poetic on like horror stuff. I don't really have that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have anything like that. Where it's, I mean, like I could talk about like Disney shit, but really, I can talk about Disney shit from like a more like a factoid sort yeah. of area where I can like just talk about like things that I've learned in the course of my life. Um. You're much more of like a, there are horror subgenres. There are people who are like with Disney. They're like, no, you don't understand. So here's the truth. I was um when I was in college, I had been um applied applied to the Disney internship program in Florida, mm-hmm. and I at the time was in theater and I wanted to do theater stuff. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. But I didn't realize that all of their theater stuff was not. It was all dancing. And I was like, man, I really don't want to dance. So mm-hmm. I'm not a good dancer. But I, So I had to go and audition. And so, like, I like Disney. I like a lot of Disney things. But, like, I was much more of the atmosphere. Like, I'm much more of the person who likes, like, the um, atmosphere and set design of, like, Disneyland, Disney World, Disneyland Parks. Like, I just happen to like that type of stuff. Um, 
you know, whether whatever. It's just I just do. Uh, but the people there. I think I've talked about this before with you, but maybe I talked about it on a lot of show. When I did my when I did my audition to be in the theater, it's like their favorite Disney movies, and people are like, man, I love Newsies, and you're like, what? That's not even oh, a yeah. good one. That's like such an odd choice. But to them, it's because like they're so Disney. Like you're only really Disney if you like the fucking Newsies, and it's like, man, that is such a way off barometer. Like. Like, I just happen to remember, like, that mindset. Like, I don't know what it is. I had to drive to Rochester to do this whole thing. Like, I did an audition in Rochester. These assholes were screaming about Newsies. I drove home as fast as I could. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get it. Um, I ended up getting it. They taught me a job working backstage. And I, I didn't want that. That was, mm-hmm. that was not for me. So yeah. I uh, so I broke my foot wrestling Dickie Rods. And I didn't go over to Florida. That's really, really <laughs> weird. Weird how that works out. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember applying for a job at Hollywood Video back in, like, high school. And they had an incredible horror selection there. Like, shit that you you don't really see in video stores, especially, like, a commercial video store like that. So I figured I would get a job there easily you know, pointing people in certain directions. I'd specifically told them, like, I'm a huge horror fan and everything and all this and that. And they're like, oh, well, what's your favorite movie? I was like, oh, I don't know, Cannibal Holocaust. And they're like, uh, I don't, I've never even heard of that before. And they didn't hire me because, I don't know, it's like I knew everything, everything that they wanted me to do, I was, like, good for the job. But then they, uh, they went, I'm not hiring me. Uh, maybe it's the fact that your favorite movie is Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> you could have just said like something easy, like Silence of the Lambs, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Like it's a great movie." Like knowing deep in your heart, like no, 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 I like really fucked up shit. I like yeah. really faces of death bullshit. I want to see some yeah. fucking massacre. But they're like, they're like this psycho came in and talked about not only the Holocaust but cannibals, and that's that's why you didn't get it. Exactly. He was talking about you know dividing all the horror movies into different subgenres. He wanted to make his own rape revenge section and, you know, point people in that direction. Oh. <laughs> but you don't you don't like rape revenge movies, Dan? No, no, Bill, I don't. I don't. Um <laughs> none of our Beauty and the Number of the Beast picks have ever been anything but <laughs> wholesome <laughs> Disney movies. Um I used to work at Sam Goody and mm-hmm. uh, I was fired because the my boss thought I cut I skipped work to go to an orgy concert. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with the band Orgy those <laughs> But they had recreated, they had covered the song Blue Monday, and that was their big hit. And uh, they were, they were, I don't know what the fuck they were. They were popular enough that they were on, like, K-Rock at the time. Yeah. Um, What had happened was, (laughs) I was driving my car, and I was just going to go go to my buddy's house, and then I was going to go to work afterwards. My brother Mike got in the street while I was driving to stop me. I assumed he was going to move and he assumed I was going to (laughs) stop. We were both very wrong. (laughs) I ran over my younger brother in a 1986 Buick Regal. Hell yeah. That's a, that's a beast. I have a lot of great stories about that car. I'll talk about the car in a minute, but I hit him. He rolled over the hood and landed on the ground really fucked up. Like (laughs) he was was so concussed. It was so bad. He spent the night puking. I drove the car the rest of the way back to my house, like Ace Ventura with my head hanging out the window and just sort of (laughs) sidecarring it. 
called my boss, say I, I, you know, my, I, my window windshield shattered. I can't work. He then said, you're fired and told my buddy who worked with him. Uh, yeah. Dan went to an orgy concert. And my buddy's like, you think Dan went to an orgy concert? <laughs> he starts, he like looks, my, the boss like looks at me and goes, no, but like for real, like Dan, you think Dan went to an orgy concert? <laughs> Fucking great. Great story. Um, love that car. <laughs> my first car, you had a good first car. You had like a Ford F-150, right? Like you had a big truck. Uh, no, no, that was, uh, that was later on. My first car was an 89 Cavalier. With, Ooh. Uh, Ooh, that's a great car. Oh, yeah. Um, two-door or four-door? Two-door. Two-door. Ooh, you're the coupe. Ooh, look at you. Oh, yeah. Zero, zero to 60 in nine minutes. <laughs> yep. I wasn't allowed to take it on the highway because the bottom was so rusted that if I went past a certain speed, my dad was afraid that I would fall right through the floor. (laughs) (laughs) What a piece of shit car that was, but it was great. Um, The driver's side door always fell off. I had just two nails like holding it together. The horn didn't work, so if I wanted to beep at somebody, I had to take the cover of the horn off and scrape two wires together. (laughs) Better hope it's not an emergency. Oh, my God, that kid's playing in the street. (laughs) (laughs) And then, I I, I don't remember who it was, but I was driving somebody in the car, and they just decided to start drawing all over the dashboard. And then that evolved into anybody that got in my car or just drew all over the seats and um um and once the car was all done my dad tried donating it to the school because the my high school because they um have like an auto body class there yeah and they wouldn't take it because there was too many obscenities written inside the car <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> So we sold it to some guy for 50 bucks. <laughs> you could have donated it and made more money. You know that, right? If you had just donated to charity, they would have given you a charitable donation of like $200. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. My next car was great, though. I had a, I had a 93 Buick Skylark. It looked like a shark. My brother had that exact car. That's a uh, great car. It was the best. I what well, so then so you had the Skylark and then you went to the pickup or then I went to the pickup yeah and then it went pickup Nissan Versa and then your current car yeah all right yep that's not I mean your everyone loves like first car like I feel like it's like that thing like your but I actually my first car was not my first car my first car was a 1983 Mazda B2000 pickup truck hmm it was driven once it's a stick shift my mom came we got the car it was i mean like so the car itself um had been used as like uh like not a vehicle but like the car that would show up on construction sites and would just kind of hang out there so it had like a hole cut out where the yellow light was supposed to be yeah so they took out the siren or the light i should say and they put in like a the only way I can describe it is like the end, like if you're if you're in your basement and you see where your your sewer line starts, there's uh-huh. like a point where it comes out and there's like a cap at the end. Yes. They put that cap and replace <laughs> the hole. <laughs> it's so bad. That's great. So I was super excited because I was like, I'm gonna have a stick shift pickup truck, and in my head I was like, I'm gonna fucking drop it. I'm going to fucking put little fat tires in this stupid thing. I was going to put subs in the bed. I had a whole plan. Uh-huh. My mom drove me to pick it up once. The whole bottom was so rusted out, we never drove that car again. <laughs> it was so bad. I never even got to drive my first car. It just sat in my garage until we had it donated. That's amazing. <laughs> my second first car was a 1986 Buick Regal, tan with a tan interior. Hell yeah. If uh, my favorite car, so one of my favorite cars ever that I loved ever since I was a kid was, um, why did I just fucking lose it? Um, Sierra. 
it was a Mazda B2000. Um, is no, my favorite car is a Buick Grand National. So the Buick Grand National is the sports version of the Buick Regal, but it had T-tops and it was fucking cool as shit. But it really wasn't. But it was for me. Like I love this fucking car. It's my favorite. Um, I this car was not fast, but it was fast. Like I think it has. I think they had, had like 125 horsepower. Like it was like really not a fast car, and it was a boat. This thing was a beast. Like <clears throat> to make it like a like if you had to bear left, it was like three rotation of the wheel. Like it was no joke in this car. So this car had an issue with its transmission, where it didn't go in reverse. It just stopped going in reverse one day. So. <laughs> What had happened was I was on a double date with my best friend and these two girls. It wasn't even really a double date. We thought it was a double date. I think the girls were just like, these guys are taking us to a diner. So <laughs> we had parked on like a decline. And we, it was like, we just made the way the parking spot, we were nose down in a parking spot. And my reverse had been working up until that minute. <laughs> so we're leaving the diner. And I put it in reverse, and it just doesn't go. There's nothing I could do. So now, me and my buddy have to push a 1986 Buick Regal uphill so it could get out of this spot. Jesus. It, we were pushing, and while we were pushing, we realized the girls had just gotten in the car and then weren't leaving. Like, they weren't steering the wheel to help me push it out. They were just sitting in the car. <laughs> So the date ended poorly when we yelled at them to get the fuck out of the car so we could push it out of the thing. <laughs> we finally get it up, whatever. This car, I never got the transmission fixed on it because it was too much money. But what I would do is I'd open the passenger door, put my left foot out, and then push it back. And then use that to get out of spots. That's not a joke. That's exactly That's what I got. Right. My favorite reversing story. My, it's still my best friend's favorite story. In Roosevelt Field Mall by me, there's a parking garage. And it kind of like, it has those slopes to go up to the next the next level. And there is uh, like these cables the, that prevent you from going over. Mm-hmm. In my head, similar to wrestling ropes. Mm-hmm. So I had pulled nose in to one of those spots during the Christmas season, because it was the only spot open. Went did my Christmas shopping, came back, threw my stuff in the car, Went to put it in reverse, which obviously I couldn't. So I started pushing it out. But the way the way the angle was in the in the, the place, you there was not enough room to go straight back in order to get out. So you had to turn the wheel left to right. So you were either pushing the front end of the car uphill or the back end of the car uphill, and it's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have an idea, and my best friend said, What idea? And I pushed it back. I put it in drive. Went right towards those cables and threw it in neutral. It bounced off of the cables. It came out of the parking spot. Great. And over home. <laughs> the best. That is great. That car. So it didn't go reverse. Um, the. I think Bill just got lost on the screen here again. Are you still there, Bill? There you are. What happened? I don't know. Where the fuck did you go? Anyway. <laughs> didn't go in reverse. The grill was held in with bathroom caulk, <laughs> so <laughs> the front left headlight uh, came out, so I held it, I put styrofoam onto it so it would hold the light forward, and then using, um, what's it called, like string, like ribbon for a present, we tied it into place so it would sit still <laughs> as you were driving. Go inside the car. As with all old GM cars, the ceiling started to slope down. You know what I'm talking about? So you had to like push pin or staple it back above your head. Mm-hmm. So you try to make it like a pattern so it looks yep. like an old couch. The stereo didn't work. So I got a boom box. The boom box had had the, the back of the plastic where the um the batteries are stored. That popped out. So that had duct tape on it. So there was nothing about this car that was worthwhile or redeemable. And I loved it so goddamn much. One of my favorite cars I've ever driven. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, first cars are always good. 
Big piece of shit, but one of my favorite cars I've ever driven. There's a picture of me as a kid next to that car, the exact car. <laughs> like, I was four or some shit. Like, four years old next to this fucking car. Yeah, I remember in mine, too, we found out um, that while you were driving, the... Um, shifter moved on its own like if you just tapped it like it would go into park while you were driving hell yeah which was uh not good at all i mean a few times just move your right hip and it hits it while you're driving and then you just come to an immediate stop and almost (laughs) kill everybody (laughs) yes yeah it was it was a good car it was a good car dude i i wish Car. here's the thing i feel like cars are as fun as they were back then it's just that we're boring or we just get the boring cars right mm. like i didn't get a jeep compass thinking like man this thing's fucking awesome i got it because the lease deal was good <laughs> like yeah, exactly now i'm like man i wish i had a real fun just enjoyable shitbox car that i could beat up yeah yeah i i had so many cars i just realized it I had the B2000, the 1986 Buick Regal. I then got a, bl- a Chevy Blazer, which I loved. I put fi- two 15-inch subs in the back of it, made the loudest car in the world. Oh, yeah. My sister my sister just got a new Blazer. Things fucking beautiful. I I was looking at that the new one. Um, I want the RS version, the racing, the RS, uh, the speed version. Um, I had the Blazer. I then got a purple Grand, Grand Prix. No, Grand Am. I had the two doors, so Grand Am. Uh, I then got a green Taurus with green seats. Hell yeah. Yep. Uh, I then got a stick shift Saturn, which lasted all of two weeks. Mm-hmm. I then went for three years without owning a car because I refused to get one. <laughs> <laughs> so I would take the bus to school. Uh, I was going to Nassau Community College. I took the bus. And then I moved up to New Paltz. I didn't have a car. I just didn't need one. Um, and then it was uh, Crown Victoria. Mm-hmm. And it was a Hyundai Veloster, which was a huge piece of shit. Don't get it. Um, At that tiny car? Yeah. I remember you had the, you only had that not not too long, right? A year. And then you got the, what'd you get after that? The, the, the big blue Jeep. That's right, yeah. The Veloster, I hit potholes in the, Bell Parkway, it destroyed the right-hand side of the car. Um, I got him fixed. I drove it the fucking end of that week. I had to be back in the Bell Parkway. It's going 20 miles an hour, 20, hit different potholes, destroyed the left-hand side of that car. I spent four grand on my car in one week. Oh, God. I went, fuck this thing, and I traded it in and got a Jeep. And Didn't then, you blow out a tire in the Bronx too? On yeah, that? no, that was the that was the that was my current car. Oh, okay. I blew out my current car. I got a, a flat in my current car in the Bronx coming home from some shows that we. Oh, was that? I think that might have been TNA. We were coming over. You were coming over from Binghamton. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Miserable, mm-hmm. miserable. But. Um, it's a good story, nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. I love cars. I'm getting new. I'm all excited. I've been watching a lot of uh, the Grand Tour on Amazon, and now I really want a new car, and I really want it to be a fun, exciting car. Uh, but then I realize I'm broke, and therefore I won't have a fun, exciting car. Fair enough. When are you getting a new car, Billy? Never. Well, I think I'm gonna pay off this one, and then I want a truck again. So. Pick up? Yeah. So once I pay this off, I'll keep it as my, I guess, commuter car, beater car. Yeah. And uh, get a truck. What type of truck? What are you thinking? Uh, well, I really like that new GMC with the... Um, the Sierra? Yeah. I really, really like that. Um, a buddy of mine just got one, and it's huge, and I love every inch of it. I think that's what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll get a pickup for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I have no reason to own a pickup. I just want one now. 
it's good to have. I mean, I mean, here, <clears throat> my dad is a pickup too, and I seem to be borrowing it like every week. Like last week, um, I blew all my leaves onto a tarp and put them in the back of my dad's pickup and just went to random locations around town and emptied them out into different places. <laughs> Just hiding evidence all over Newburgh, New York. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, they, they, you know, the town only picks up once a year the leaves, and they're picking up this wow. week. And I still have like seven trees that have yet to drop. So walk over and shake them. <laughs> they should. Oh my goodness, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll end on leave chat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's leave on that, Billy. <laughs> hey. Oh boy. Hey, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Team Tremendous. No one buys shirts there anymore, but you might as well try. TeamTremendous.BigCartel.com. No one buys shirts there anymore, but you might as well try. Uh, follow us on social media. The Dan Barry, WWE Dutch. Uh, Bill, what do you want to put over? Um, I'm, I'm reading a book right now about Columbine. I thought it was going to be a Manson book again. No, 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 no. I only read, like, not, I don't know, just depressing books. And this book is in- incredibly depressing. Incredibly depressing. I'm not even halfway through. And I had to put it down a few times, like, Jesus, this is bad. This is real bad. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, go buy that book. Columbine by Dave Cullen, I believe. I don't know that I can, but I'll do my best. <laughs> I'm still haunted by that day because of how high I was when it was uh, when it happened. Hey, uh, guys, make sure you watch the election results so you know whether or not you want to cry yourself to sleep for the rest of your life. Um, that's it. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>